It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You are listening to the GAA Hour brought to you by Sports Joe and Shore. 72-hour non-stop protection. Tested to the limits. Sure, it won't let you down. Hello everyone, you're all very welcome to the show, brought to you by Sports Show and Sure 72 Hour Protection. We've a provincial hurling bonanza coming up and I've Lee Costello alongside me as usual. And joining us today, I'm happy to say, is Wexford hurler Connor McDonald. Connor, how's things? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks for thanks for having me. No bother at all, Connor. Um, I was getting a little bit worried last night when I seen Nave Vena won the, the Wexford League um yesterday and I thought, you know, these boys be celebrating. I know if, if we won a league back home we'd be we'd be celebrating hard, but you're you're looking fresh. Yeah, no, not too bad. Not too bad. Um no, nice to nice to get back in with the lads. Bit of a surreal kind of you know, we never I think probably played maybe three or four league games in my whole career with, with Corey. So um nice to get back in with the lads and obviously the first game back with the club is the final so Grant is nice. Yeah, just the day that was in it yesterday, you're probably hoping you're you're going to be up in Croke Park and that's the aim at the start of the year. So Yeah, that's what I was saying to saying Liam Sprat, I done an interview with Liam afterwards and I was captain of the team, so I would have rather kind of probably having a, a different cup in my hands yesterday. But um look at sure that's that's just the way the year went. Um bit of a bit of a mad one um, on all fronts but uh, yeah nice to just get back in with the lads as well definitely yeah and a mad um, a mad finish to the game up in Croke Park yesterday anyway like I know um, when you're a player th- th- that's your aim at the start of the year you want to be there there's obviously a bit of a, a bittersweet sort of a well it's bitter I don't know why, why yeah. it would be sweet but like tough to is it tough to watch that or can you kind of enjoy it when you're looking back at the highlights and yeah like at times it's, it's tough um, different years it can be it, it can be it can be tough Um this year, I would definitely just you know you have to be brutally honest with yourself as well and, and say, you know, it would have been years gone by. Say, Kilkenny, twenty nineteen, been in an All Ireland final and, and we beat them. Say in in uh, in the Leinster final and you know we would have probably should have actually got over the line against Tipperary. Uh, then you'd be kind of kicking yourself. Them them finals are hard to watch, but to be honest, this year I, we've, we've we've no no real excuses. We've no real um, we've no real uh, I suppose. And we've we've nothing there to, to to say that we 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 should be there. Um, we got over the line against Kilkenny in a massive game, but uh, you know they they deserve to be there. They're there on merit, and um, you know it was a frantic end to the game. All right, it sure was. Um, Lee, I know you're not uh, you're a self-confessed Gaelic football man, uh, and we listen. We put up with you for that <laughs> uh, all the way through the year. But um, even as a Gaelic football fan, watching those last. Those, that last minute down by the corner, uh, TJ Reid going around, he was out on his feet, the Galway boys out on their feet, um, just madness to watch. Yeah, no, just as a sports fan, anyone can enjoy that, like, you I mean, games that go right to the wire, you know, in, in moments like that, you can you just expect, right, this, it is probably going to fizzle out, you know, you know what could happen, and that's what keeps us interested, the sort of the hope that it could happen, and then from a neutral point of view, to actually see it, you know, manifest itself like that and you, you can't even believe what you're watching from that point it genuinely was like a, a proper fairy tale final from any point of view yeah well uh, Henry Shefflin I suppose we, we have to start with the heartbreak for Galway because 
It was pure, it was a freak, lads. And I was down at the Gaelic Rounds um, at the Munster final and we were in the press box afterwards. Maybe it was probably two hours after the Munster final had finished and we're watching the Leinster final and it's, you know, it's tight the whole way up and you're thinking, God, we're after, you know, they're after getting over the hurdle. They're after doing the job. They're two points up. Brian Concannon slots that one over and you think, right, this is it. They win the next poke out. Um... It's a sucker punch, said Henry Shefflin. It's going to hurt for a couple of days. The lads are going to feel sorry for themselves because that doesn't happen very often. And that's, that's so true, like, because, you know, your t- two points, people say it's the most dangerous lead in hurling, but you, you probably never expect that. Connor. No, and I think I think they were saying, on the, even on the Sunday game, in the commentary, they were saying, they actually said, like, it's the most dangerous lead to have simply because bodies are tired. It's probably the only sport in the world that something like that would actually genuinely happen whereby, you know, bodies are so tired. Look at Grove McInerney in the corner there. Literally just wanted to get the ball out of there. Kind of missed the ball completely. TJ Reid, who's normally so slick with his hands, could barely even get the ball up. Um, and then there's a, a flick across there from John Donnelly. Like, it's just hectic. Um, and when they, uh, games come down to the wire like that, it's, like I said, it's, it's the only sport in the world that something absolutely crazy could happen like that. You get last-minute winners in, in soccer games and the whole lot, but... It's a bit of a slower build up and it's not as, as frantic generally as corner or something like that, you know, something could could happen. But um no, the absolutely sucker punch. We've been on the receiving end of them a few times. Um I, th- I think everyone has uh, you know, in their careers, but it's uh, it's unbelievable to win it and it's it's absolutely heartbreaking to lose them. It is I'd say you're just when something like that happens, you're just you're empty because you don't really believe it. Because Galway, they're happy after Brian Cannon gets that score. Mm. They're two up. And this, the funny thing is, if he doesn't get that score, Kilkenny and Killian Buckley's probably just going to tap that over the bar. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to be a draw. So it's just, it all came at once and such a hammer blow for Galway. And I was talking to a lad after uh, and he told me he, he was close to tears. That's, that's how bad it was uh, Galway for, for Galway yeah, fans. Yeah. Like, you know, because <laughs> it's, it's since tw- 2018 is the last time they've won it now. And yeah. they haven't won, you know, since the All-Ireland they won that was the last thing they've won. So they, they, they needed this. No, they did. Um, and I know we're going to talk about Clare later and how they're going to try to bounce back, but it's going to be really difficult to bounce back from a moment like that because how do you take, like, how do you watch that happen and then try to turn the mantra around that season to being, no, this is still our year. Do you know, like, because it doesn't feel like it's your year when things like that happen mm-hmm. to you and when it's robbed so last minute. And it'd just be interesting to, for Connor to say, I know you were talking about You've been on the receiving end of, of low blows like that. Does anyone stand out in particular as a really sickener that happened late on? Well, there's 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 probably so many, but um, I suppose just on 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 how you kind of bounce back from that is is the, is the first thing that you're trying to do. Everyone everyone would you know the quicker you you get into the dressing room together and and regroup. Um, but like you know, Claire last year probably in in the in the in the championship we, we probably felt the game was there for us and it's just it, you just felt that it was just pulled from us um, like a rug pulled from underneath you um, but look at the, these things happen um, it, that's that's the sport that we're in and it's just it's just uh, it's, it is heartbreaking um, I think as you're saying there about Clare and stuff the quicker they'll get in Henry Shefflin touched on it yesterday it'll, to, it'll you know hurt they have to use the hurt Um Use the heart that they have. They'll wake up this morning and probably still won't even believe that it, what the hell happened. They'll be looking back and Killian Buckley of all players, you know, mm-hmm. back. Um, you know, obviously had his stint in the forwards, at, uh, you know, at, at a younger age and stuff like that. But um, even just just how frantic it was, the like Park Mannion, who's like so sleek with the ball. Anytime we, I know when we played him, he's you know gifted with his hands, really good ball striker and stuff like that. To not even have a hurdle in the last you know second of a game to kick it like you, you kick a hurling ball. Ten times in a row, and he wouldn't kick it a sweet. Like do you know what I mean? <laughs> Just straight into a fella's hand on the D in the middle of Crow Park. But um, look at like like you said there, and like like I was saying earlier, it's it's uh, it's any any loss like that, whether it's your club, whether it's anything, you'll always remember them. But you have to use them as well. Uh, I think that's what that's what they'll they'll have to do. You know, they've no choice really. You know, and that's 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 what we would always do, Exford or or, or Gory with the club. It doesn't matter. Um, get into the dressing room, regroup as quick as you can, and. That's that would probably be their focus now. Come Tuesday night, they'll be back training again. I'd say it's it's the hope that kills um, for all the people. I'd say because do you know they're they're eight points down at one stage of the game, and they're probably thinking right, like we're in trouble here. This this could be game over. But then they make the rally. Jason Flynn comes on as a sub, gets a gets a good goal. 
Evan Nyland slots a few points. Brian Concanon gets that one, and they're they're back in business. And then after the game, the team have done so well to get back into the game. And after the game, you're kind of like, do you know what? You can't really be giving out about the team too much because they had that game. They had that sewn up, and they did everything they could. Um, I suppose the one little criticism is like, I've seen some people saying that, you know, and Joe Cooney, he he'll be disappointed with himself as well down in that corner and I know look the heat was was unbelievable yesterday I'm sure mm. you, you know that from hurling it yesterday yourself um, Connor. but the lads they were like zombies down at the bottom down at the corner there I suppose 74 minutes into the game I think Joseph Cooney had two bites to win the ball dropped it Donnelly gets it across I seen a Kilkenny man saying uh, commenting on Twitter that a Kilkenny player would have you know done the little flick up without the hurl instead of just drawing a boot at it like like Park Mannion did. Um, probably hard to be to be critical of him, but I don't know. Is it something that you think he he, he should have done better in that situation? Look at it, it, it. It's only the player that's in in the position that can 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 uh, can probably tell you what was going through his head or whatever it is. But look at as I said earlier, Park Mannion's as good a ball striker as good a ball handler in 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 the country. Um, he generally plays as a free man. You know, he'd no hurt in his hand. He's last minute. I know if I went back, we went back yesterday. A couple of points left, or a couple of minutes left, and a point or two in it, and Roy O'Connor was dropping the ball in. And when I was back on the, our own goal line, I was actually thinking to myself, like, what do I actually do here? Do you know what I mean? If you, you know, you're in, you're in a position that you're uncomfortable. You know, you've after playing seventy minutes, these lads are, you know, they're thinking about this all week. All you know, it's draining. Probably what twenty mid twenties um, heat yesterday. You know, frantic, heavy hits. You know, everything going on. And sure, look at it, it's just spur of the moment stuff. Obviously, in his head, he was thinking, get that out, just get it away. All they need is a goal. Um, and just get it out of there and it, like I said there was there was such a, a frantic kind of passage of play there in that corner that mm-hmm. when it did spill over across you know generally when that happens you know John Donnelly flicked the ball across so then it's just like get it out of there there's been enough gone on you know that kind of yeah. way so look at blame I think is is, is not something that we, we probably should be passing off to to, to Park Mannion like I said he's he's a top class uh, inter-county player lots of experience so it just shows that like you know when you're in the white heat of, of, of battle in the last nine seconds literally anything can happen like <coughs> and you know obviously in his head where it was just get just get away from the goal um, and you know as I said earlier it couldn't have felt sweeter to, no. to, to kick any man so well, it was it was you'd feel awful for Park Mannion. Just such a he had a brilliant game, and I know Owen Cody scored a few points, but Mannion was so good on the ball, made a brilliant block from Park Walsh just seconds earlier, and you know, the, as Connor says, he's the calmest man on the ball, the calmest man on the pitch, brilliant in possession, and it was just so unfortunate for him that when that John Donnelly when John Donnelly hit across, he was contesting the ball with Owen Cody, and his hurl just slips behind him because yeah. if he has that his hurl in his hand. Do you know, it's, it's, game over. it's game over, like Shane So, um, devastating for him and really feel for him. Um, but it came to Killian Buckley. He'd never scored a championship goal in his life. And um, I, I know you've seen his interview on with Damien O'Mara and RT. Yeah. It was absolutely brilliant. It was. Um, you could see just how how delighted he was. Um, he said, what, this, a shot? Can I call it a shot? He, he was very kind of modest about the whole thing, but he managed to get in. And now, look, talk about special moments. To do that for your team and to win the Leinster final after it, it's a dream come true. The 75th minute of a Leinster final is more behind me than ahead of me, he said. He, I'm 12 years hurling with Kilkenny to celebrate with the family. And the pi- he, he'll never forget the pylon with the Kilkenny lads after the game. So just a, a special moment for him, Lee. Yeah, no, a magical moment, really. Like, I know we're talking about what Mannion could have done or should have done. It still wasn't on a plate. You know, Buckley still had so much to do. And I think he admitted himself that he was actually looking for the pass, looking for another pass. And then it opened up and he said, well, it's me or nothing here. And, you know, and he, and he took his chance and 12 years of serving, no championship goal. That'll be worth 12 alone, at least. 100%. Um, he, he made a huge impact in the game, came on and... You know, Killian has, he's been like, what a brilliant player he was, mate, in the first five, six, seven or eight years with Kilkenny. Maybe been more of a bit part player um, recently, Connor. Um, not sure if you've ever marked him, but you've played Kilkenny so many times, you know, um, all about him and how good he is. Yeah, like he's typical Kilkenny back. He's good in the air. He's athletic. He's, you know, 
he's always there thereabouts with the hurl. I remember one time, twenty seventeen, went in last couple of minutes of a we we beat Kilkenny down in Wexford Park to get to our first probably Leinster final in a long time. Um, and I remember the last couple of minutes, Jack Oini handed me out a ball, and I thought this is on a plate, like you know. And out of nowhere, this fella just comes out, literally out of nowhere, to, you know, dive and block. And I remember actually thinking to myself, I, I need to look back on where he came from, or did I just completely not see him there or what happened? But that's the kind of, kind of player he is. He's, like I said, he's a, a typical Kilkenny, Kilkenny back, you know, heart on the sleeve stuff, came out with some unbelievable ball yesterday. Um, and I think his interview was good. I think, I think for GA players as well, it, you know, it, People are afraid to express themselves a little bit in in interviews and and just and just say actually how they feel and not give the generic you know answers to the the questions that are asked. There's only so many things that a reporter or, or a, an interviewer can ask you. So yeah. it's uh you know it, it's not, it was nice to hear him, you know, show the emotion and show 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 what it meant to him because you know it's a long it's a long time to be playing for Kilkenny and 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 you know serving your time as a as a player and like you said there he's. He's given an awful lot of time. Um, he's, you know, he's been always. He was a star front runner for for a long time, and you know, injuries and stuff has it's kind of hampered his his uh, his career a little bit in the last number of years. But brilliant servant, and you know, it, it just seems to always happen for these kind of players. You know, when when they're getting to the latter end of their their careers. Yeah, like when he came on, the, he came on after fifty eight minutes, and I know he'd. You know, he played himself into the game lovely, made an unbelievable catch at one stage, came out with one or two other balls, but I'd say it was the last thing in his mind when he's coming onto that field that I'm going to go on and get the winning goal here, but I suppose that's the way it can go. It was the complete opposite end of the the whole spectrum for, for Conor Whelan, really. He had to do an interview, having won the Man of the Match award, and my God, what a performance from Conor Whelan yesterday. Um... 1-6, every one of the scores. He was out in, in kind of a more half-forward line role. He's usually in, in the in the full forward line, but was drifting around and the, cla- the scores from all angles. The last point he got down by the, the left um, side in the Hogan stand, just unbelievable stuff and uh, a brilliant performance, but geez, it was it was tough for him to do that. Um, yeah. But I didn't think he'd be able to speak. It was it was so raw. No, he did, and he gave a very good interview as well. Again, a, a, another person who was quite honest and didn't just give away the throwaway lines. Um, he was fantastic on the day, and I know Jackie was maybe giving him a hard time uh, at halftime, saying that he was only a one-trick pony. Um, it was kind of harsh, I thought. Uh, he said he's a one-trick pony, but he's aggressive, he's fast. And he can get you a goal, and I was just like, "Well, you need three tricks there." So I don't really know. And he didn't say what the one trick was as well. You know, I just I don't know. He was sort of alluding to the fact that in big games he can disappear. Um, so he maybe didn't summarize it very well. But on that day, he definitely stood up like, and it was absolutely no fault of his own that that uh, Galway didn't get over the line because he was the man of the moment. He still got man of the match, and I'm sure it won't even be much of a consolation for him. He'd much rather have the title. Definitely, um, yeah. But like I can, I can see where Jackie's coming from in that Conor Whelan hasn't had his best year, um, but for the last five years, like last six years, seven years, that man has been unbelievable for Galway. Um, what Jackie said was too many times he's gone missing for me um, when they needed him most. But today he's definitely standing up. I just still would have question marks over him. What he said was he wouldn't have him in in the top bracket alongside Tony Kelly, um, Aaron Galan. And TJ Reid. Um, I'm not sure about you, Connor. What, 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 where, like I would have Connor Whelan. I know he's been maybe a small bit off form this year, but um, I definitely wouldn't call him one trick pony. I certainly wouldn't call him that. If he was, I wouldn't mind a one trick pony like him in my <laughs> team. I know that for sure. Um, I, I rate Connor uh, highly. I think he's he's top class forward. Um, he's a dog. Like you, you, you know, any ball that goes in, he's he's fighting to nail for every single ball like I said he's just an absolute dog um, I don't know Jackie obviously has his own opinions but like from a from a forwards perspective he'd be a dream to play beside it. Like, you know he'd love to play beside him uh, you know that he's going to get put in a, a stint every day um, and you know the way Galway play at times there's long high loop and balls coming in there at times and they're, they're on breaks and stuff he's generally the man that's that's under it you know Johnny, mm-hmm. Johnny Glynn used to play that, that role for him for Galway a lot that long high high ball and then bang runners off runners off the whole time and Whelan would have been that runner. Mm. Where now he's the man standing underneath and nowadays, you know, how many how many balls in a game do you actually, you know, win clean or win in the first phase? Like you know, if you click two out of ten, 
you know, you'll actually be remembered for it. Mm. You know, that's the way uh, Intercounty Hurling is gone and how hard it is to get possession. But he, he secures it. He gets so low to the ground and listen, as he's clinical, like, you know, we often use the term, like, we often say, you know, in training or whatever, if a fella's out on the sideline, you know, and he's there, you know, let him shoot, like, as in, you know, you do your job, stand him up, don't get sold. And, and you know, if he puts it over from there, fair play. Like, he was more or less in the Hogan stand there a couple of times yesterday, and he's, you know, just sliding ball over the bar there. Um, he's clinical. Um, I, I do rate him highly. Um, like I said, Jackie has his own opinion, which everyone is entitled to their opinion. You know, for a fellow who's apparently not having a good year to score one six in the Leinster final, it's not bad going. Do you know what definitely, I mean? Definitely, definitely. Like, Jackie, in fairness, he said himself, he gave them, him the man of the match award. I think he had to um, after the day Conor Whelan had had, but. Lads, he's the furthest thing from one trick pony, I would say, because mm-hmm. as you said, Connor, he's low to the ground. He's, you know, he's so, I'd say if you're chasing after him, you don't know what he's going to do next because he can turn, he can go to either side. He's a good man to win the ball. He's a great tackler. I think he has, he's about a 10 trick pony, if, mm-hmm. if that's a, a thing. But um, look, um, he, he was he was devastated after the match and that's that's um listen di- very disappointing for him they'll 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 bounce back they're playing the winners of um Tipperary and Offaly hopefully Tipperary will be Offaly but listen we've Tipperary have had a very bad record against Galway in recent times so, so um if that game comes through it's going to be another another tight one there um just on the, we talked about Killian Buckley, another man who had a, an unbelievable impact off the bench was was Walter Walsh and I know you've had so many games with with Kilkenny but this man is just a lot of people kind of seem to write him off but uh, you can't write him off No and you do write him off he does stuff that he you know all, all the time like, like what he done yesterday um, sure look at Wally he looks in, in, in great shape he's probably the best shape I've seen him in, in a, you know a good few years um, like I say he's an absolute handful he um, you know he's good under the dropping ball you know I think was it during the commentary they were saying there I thought he lost his yard of pace like the man that, at that stature and size he gets moving like you can't you can't stop him it's the, the, the biggest thing for him is to try to get the, keep the ball out of his hand because once he gets it you know he can strike over his shoulder there you, you know you can't get around him to block him um, but you know like what a goal like what a goal Um, catch that just turn and go he kind of uh, what I noticed about Wally, he always he, he when he's catching the turn for goal, he's always catching it on the turn. If you notice that, he's catching, he's moving, he's catching with his show, his right shoulder all ready to go. Like so, he's catching literally ready to put the put the put the ball on the hurl and go. Um, just something I noticed as a forward, I suppose it's just it's a it's a little knack he always has, and that's how he probably gets in. You know, he's he's shielding the defender, but he's always facing in towards the goal, and he's he's gone there, like you know. That's something you you do yourself, I'd say, Connor. When when you win the ball, you kind of seem to be ready to thinking about, you know, not just win it, but I'm going to stick this over. Yeah, well, sure. Look at it. It's just trying to get a yard more so than anything. So if you're under dropping ball or there's a poke out coming there, it's it's how you're going to face yourself, face the goal as quick as you can, pull the trigger or, or, or lay it off or just go yourself. You know that kind of way. Um, so again, that's something I I probably just notice as as a forward is just how lads are getting getting space. You know, we talked about Connor Whelan. Sometimes he'll, you know, around Galan even push the man and go get a yard that way, whatever it may be. Um, but you know, it's just it's just all about getting the yard and and you know any way you can find it. That's just that's what you do. Would that be something you'd kind of practice and train and kind of pra- kind of catching on the move? Would it be taught? Would it be taught to you? Or would it be something kind of come to yourself because you see so much of it in inside forwards nowadays. Even Mark Rogers for his goal, Tony Kelly's one hits the post. Rogers has it and he's turned before he even has the ball and Galan is the same way when he wins that one for his goal the lads are just you know they're, yeah. they're so skillful nowadays I think Rogers as well it was, was pure in- instinct like you know he'd ball come off the post he'd just always be ready he probably knew as he was picking it up I'm going to turn and you know pull the trigger here like you know that kind of way um, but you do work on some some you know some bits and pieces you try to develop your game a little bit more like some players can you know Wally can obviously do what I just spoke about there other players might be able to do that so they're working on that and then you know Wally you could be looking at Wally like I would be there and saying okay I might try to implement that in your game that little bit more so forwards are smart now they're they're all trying to get the edge and you know backs are also smart there's so much technology going around there's so many video analysis you know every single day when training you know someone could say oh 
Connor likes this or Wally likes this or Connor Whelan does this every time and the next thing he does three three other things like do you know what I mean? Yeah. That that you know, he's implemented into his game. So it's just trying to get the artist space really is 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 the key. Yeah. Does uh does any gym work come into that, like the strength and conditioning? Because it's sort of like your plyometric explosiveness. Yeah. So now when you're I'm thinking of Gaelic football obviously, Connor Callahan's brilliant at that. You see him, he gets the ball and he's already turning midair, lands, and then he explodes off that front leg, you know, is it is it go that far into the strength and conditioning thinking about it? Yeah, it would be like, and we like your forwards coaches, back coach, backs coaches, and stuff like that. Where you be, you know, you be, you be, you be kind of touching base with them during the week, or they might pull you and say, "Here, look, look at this clip from it could be anybody or whatever. It could be yourself, um, and just say, right, here's how someone's running out to the to the say the forty five on the right hand side. How do you turn your body to face the defender to take him on that kind of way, rather than trying to whip a ball over your shoulder or you know." But again, it's 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 the phases of of play to get the ball into your hand. Grand, you do your your drills and stuff like that to get your first touch or catch the ball or whatever. But like you said, there it's the plyometrics, it's a, it's the gym work, it's the fast feet movement <coughs> there that you be doing in training without the hurling ball to to get you into those positions. And then obviously it's the the skill work then that that takes over. Then so what is you mentioned? Like obviously the back is on you as well, and he's going to be pushing you, and he's going to be on top of you and trying everything he can, maybe to win the ball himself or to break it himself. Um, you're you're a great man, Connor, under the dropping ball. Whether it just seems, I don't know. It looks to me as if your your mindset is, I'm going to get this ball into my hands as quick as I possibly can, and you're just yeah. that's your your first focus. Like is that is that what you? kind of focus on say when a high ball is coming in on top of you and a, and a, or do you have to focus on the back kind of as well pushing him out of the way a small bit or yeah well it's, it's a mix of everything really you're, you're, some backs are kind of stand off you some backs are, are really tight with you you know it, it just and you just have to play play it as play it as it lies really is is kind of the phrase that but um, it's look at sure it's, it's, it's so difficult now you know you could have one back who's just absolutely mauling you I remember uh, Barry Cochran from from Physical. Waterford, absolute like just Malia just wants Connor Cleary's another one, and then you've the likes of you Lauder who can test the ball with you, like excellent in the air. Do you know what I mean? Like will, will contest the ball with you, and the last thing you want is him clawing the ball over you, like do you know that kind of way? And he's good at it. Yeah, he's good at it. So um, you know everyone's different. So you, you're conscious of the back, but uh, as you said there, it's it's the it's it's my prime focus will be you know get the ball into your hand as soon as you can because you can dictate to play it in that. You, that kind of way rather than have to go try fight for it on the ground or whatever it may be especially if it's dropping um, it's just the first phase possession is obviously key but it's so hard to get yeah um, as an inside forward would you be like looking at Aaron Galland the Limerick just have an unbelievable way of play, getting space in front of him maybe at times people were saying Conlon wasn't far enough back but Conlon had his own man yesterday as well and we'll get on to this a bit in the Clare game later but does the Limerick system is set up perfectly for for a full forward like Alan? Yeah, absolute dream, absolute dream. Uh, there's probably not a whole lot more you can say. Um, saying that too, they they mix it, they mix it lovely. They know their system. Uh, they're they're just really just know their system and whatever way they play it. The players that they bring in, Dave Reedy came in yesterday. He normally comes in as a sub. You'd you'd nearly back him every single day to get two or three from play when he comes in. So he just fits in there, centre forward, grand, no problem. But to get two or three points again yesterday, like they just know their system. They know okay, O'Connor normally would sit back. He'd sit back against us a lot. You know, remember himself and Shimmer inside one time, and like he'd just be on the D, um, and it's trying to force him out then so he can play a ball in, is is the key there. And and Limerick are, are quite good at that. So. I'm fairly sure that Conlon would have, you know, loved to sit in sit in the pocket there if he could, but he knew the damage that the boys do outside. You know, you've Tom Morrissey, Groot Hegarty, these lads, they they pick you off from from anywhere if you're if you're not with them. So that was obviously their their uh, their focus, and it was in their mindset to say we have to just go for these man, man for man, and it may leave space inside, but that is an absolute dream, absolute dream. In fairness to Galan, he can win it anyway, and we've seen it in the Cork game, catching ball over Sean O'Donoghue. Like it doesn't really matter to him; he'll he'll contest it. Um, just one more thing on the the Leinster final. Like you have such a, a brilliant record against Kilkenny in recent times, and then there's Galway. Your record wouldn't be as good against them, and Galway's record is brilliant against Kilkenny. It's kind of a bit jumbled up yeah. in all the way. Um, that way, it's it's hard to to make. Like, is it much of a difference when you're playing Kilkenny in a game to playing Galway in a game? Just I don't know the way the way they play the game, or what would be the biggest difference between the, them two teams? Yeah, well, I, 
I think for us, we just it, 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 there's, there's something about Kilkenny that we just we just absolutely loved playing them. Um, for years, probably extra teams, uh, you know, probably would have feared them or you know been really wary of Kilkenny teams. I think we just go to really have a cut off them every single time, and we know that that's what they're going to bring. Our biggest problem is probably, you know, finding that consistency in in, in doing that with 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 every team that we play in Leinster. Um, that's what we struggled with this year. I think the evidence is there how how we can you know, be, you know, poor for three, four games. We never really got going to the championship to turn it on, you know, an unbelievable performance against Kenny when, um, when you know, our backs were really against the wall. Really against the wall. So um, that's, that's the, that's, that's really it. You know, all these teams are, you've gone so good. You know, if you were to say back when we were say with Davy 2017, 18, Kilkenny would have still been that kind of traditional style where they're working the ball out now. They're, the runners coming from deep and stuff like that, Galway would have always been like that. They would have worked to Joe Canning mm. when he was he was in there, work it to him and play it to the corners and stuff like that, cross field ball. So, uh, in regards to style of play, they're probably you know they're probably similar, but um, there's just something about the back, black and amber jersey that we. <laughs> Jeez, it got you fired up the last yeah, day. Oh, well, um, we had to. <laughs> yeah, you had to. Um, the Leinster final uh, was in Crow Park. Some people were were giving out about that. It was yeah. twenty four thousand wasn't the worst crowd, but you were saying earlier today that when Wexford won, there was there was yeah. fifty thousand, and I remember the atmosphere that yeah. day was something special. It was Joe Canning. He was saying it like, and I was just saying it as a nearly a mute point, I suppose, really, because he was talking about how sick he was from the Galway defeat. But it was just something he'd noticed anyway. He thought the atmosphere didn't match or was you know deserving of a, a Leinster final, and I suppose this was because. It was played just after the Clare Limerick game, which was obviously so. I mean, the atmosphere <coughs> was palpable, um, and then I did, yeah. So and we obviously knew you were coming in, so I was just checking. Now this is Wikipedia, so you never know how how correct it is. But apparently, the Leinster final twenty nineteen, it was like fifty four thousand people. I think there was, you yeah. know, like in comparison, yeah. you know. But that that totally justifies Croke Park, obviously. But um, have you ever played in a flat Croke Park before, like where it's maybe a bit colder and not? Yeah, I don't know. like this year we played, uh, we played a couple of league games in Crow Park and stuff, and it is it's just different. You can hear people. It's it's kind of a we played Dublin this year. It was um, it's just a weird atmosphere. You know, you can hear a ball being struck. You can you can hear players talking on the field. Um, but like, it's hard. To, it's hard to. It's hard to. Like, where are we going to play the Leinster final? Like, in my opinion, it just always has to be in Crow Park. Um, it's the biggest stadium in 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 Ireland. Like. I don't think that should make a difference, but it, the atmosphere it can be can be a little <laughs> bit difficult to play in um, when you know a game is thrown up like that. If that was in, if that say uh, Leinster final was in just straight after the uh, the Munster final mm-hmm. in Gaelic grounds, like how hectic would that have been? Like, mm-hmm. do you know yeah. what I mean? Would have been absolutely crazy. Um, to be honest, I think they should actually do the two games in one because if Incredible. fill it absolutely fill yeah. it. Fill it to the brim. Um, if they're going to have them on the same day, I think it's ridiculous that they have them on the same day anyway. Yeah. Um, but then again, fixtures they could go on all day about <laughs> fixtures. We played the league final at three o'clock yesterday. It was absolutely ridiculous. So, um, but yeah, look at it. It's uh, Crow Park can be can be a little bit difficult to play in. Uh, you know, just that dead atmosphere and you know winning tackles or getting a free. You know these kind of turning points in games like they're. It's just it's a bit of a surreal surreal kind of atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, but I suppose for the finish yesterday, it wouldn't have mattered where it was. The, oh, the excitement oh, yeah. was just uh, unbelievable. We're going to take a, a short little break here before we come back with um, our sure quiz. So as we did last week, in partnership with our friends at Shure, official statistic partners of the GA, we're now going to look at the most eye-catching stats from the championship weekend. Um, Lar Harney, was, uh, he was the lucky winner last week, so congrats to Lar. There's a prize coming your way, so well done to you. But we have another um, question. It revolves around uh, TJ Reid and Kilkenny. They're back again, a fourth Leinster title in a row. But how many Leinster titles has the Ballyhale Maestro now won? For Kilkenny. So now it's up to you, our audience. Give us the answer to this stat-related question on our social media to be in with a chance of winning some sure-themed prizes. Winners will be announced on the show next week. The Leinster final was a one-point game. The the Munster final was a one-point game. Um, I think the the main talking point for a finish uh, is it's just disappointment for Clare. It's they probably should they should have won that game. I would say they. 
I'd say that uh, looking back on it, the, the likes of Tony Kelly, Ryan Taylor, Dave Fitzgerald, Aidan McCarthy, they're going to think back at these wides that they hit. Um, on a day when some of Limerick's leading lights like Seamus Flanagan and Dermot Burns uh, were kept scoreless. So just a, a huge missed opportunity um, and a real sickener, I'd say, for, for Clary Esplick on her. Yeah, and again, we, we kind of touched on it earlier about, about atmosphere and stuff like that. Some, sometimes when you have you know, a home advantage in a, in a final, it, just, it, it, it does add two, three points to your lead, like 100%. We know we play in Wexford Park. It could give you five, six points, like you know, just in your head, like going down there. So sometimes when when your your shining lights are not performing, you know, it's it's nice to have the kind of crowd on your back there to to help you out and also just you know help you when you're trying to defend as well. But look at these things happen. It's high pressure situations. You, you know, we've been in a situation. We had, we've had fifteen, sixteen, twenty one wides in championship games, and you know, there's no one going out there trying to hit wide, like you know that kind of way. Um, they've been putting under serious pressure and you know the calibre of player that you're talking about the Tony Kellys the Aidan McCarthy's of the world you know if they're out in the field on their own they're putting the ball over in their sleep like, but they're not they're, you know there's there's a crowd there absolutely hounding them there's some of the biggest <coughs> men that ever have ever played the game you know some of the best backs that have ever played the game defenders whatever it may be breathing down their neck you know in a monster final as I said earlier white heat like you know these things happen, you know. It's just it's it's the clutch things and touch on Seamus Flanagan, top class forward. Last year, shot the lights out. Uh, points. You know, it's 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 up to someone else to stand up and Galan Galan done that as he's done. You know, I suppose time time again, and that's 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 what they have, and that's why they're that's why they're five in a row. That's the way that's why they're the you know the reigning all Ireland champions. hundred percent. Um, Galan was he was the main man starting. Uh, some of the Limerick subs were were brilliant yesterday. Lee, um, Adam English came on. He was only on the field for one minute as a blood sub, and he had a point scored. Came off then. To, there was like a nearly a, a standing ovation at the Gaelic grounds from yesterday as he came came off. He went back on and was live enough again. Cahill O'Neill, I was fairly surprised that he wasn't actually starting the game, but uh, scored two points as well. So, um, as Connor mentioned earlier, David Reedy started. He doesn't usually start. He had three points from play. So there's a lot of positives for Limerick there that, you know, even if maybe Seamus Flanagan has a quiet day. Yeah. Do you know what? Burns could be quiet. Kegarty, maybe he was better than he had been, but he wasn't. didn't shoot the lights out. Limerick still have boys to, to, to back them up. Yeah, whatever people say about Limerick, maybe this year that they're just not, they're slightly more vulnerable looking this year than they have been in recent years, and that's only slightly. Um, one thing you can never say is that they're over reliant on one player because no. it always seems like someone always is willing to step up. They're just a team full of leaders. You know, it was like two years ago, Keane Lynch was the main man. You know, player of the year last year, Gerd Hegarty, and it looks this year like Aaron Gillan's going to step up and really lead the charge this time around. And it just and even if he's quiet the next day. Uh, you just expect someone else to do it, and that's that's the just testament to the culture of the team, you know, and that they're not looking to one individual so much, but like it is genuinely, I don't know, it's a cliche to say, but the ultimate team effort, isn't it? Um, we touched on it earlier with Gillan and how he they work, Limerick worked that lovely that they got the space, they sucked Conlon out the field, and look at the game yesterday, I was. Going midway through the game, I was saying to lads beside me, like John Conlon has had one of the best games. I've never seen a man hit as much ball as he hit yesterday, and so good on the ball when he gets it as well. Um, but that can happen, and Limerick just worked it lovely and got the space in for Galan. And what a forward, uh, Connor, um, Aaron Galan. Like I know he hasn't won a hurler of the year. I thought he was unlucky in in the first year Limerick won. I know he was sent off against Cork that day, and that might have held held him back a small bit but as an inside forward um, I, I think he's one of the best um, that I've ever seen and I know I'm not that old but like what, what a player he is yeah no brilliant absolutely brilliant and I think as you were saying there the, the ultimate team effort they you know Groad Hegarty all in the final last year bang just man of the match you know loses his mind there scores freely uh that's kind of what they have and I think on, on a given day they have a system and it, it allows Galan to, to, to go crazy yesterday and, and, and score leaves the space in front of him it's an absolute dream he probably knew going in there yesterday there's no Conor Cleary on his back um, he's going in there now and he knows that okay my half forwards are just going to go out the field 
going to suck on it now and we're just going to get fast early ball into you like that's an absolute dream as an inside forward if you know going into a game that you that's exactly what you're going to get you know you're 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 uh you're looking at your name and lights because it's just a dream and it's it's so hard to do their backs there were getting awful flack I thought off off the pundits as well on, on, on Sunday game, you know, about how they were defending and stuff like that. That's that you, you just can't defend that. Like the ball is coming in, you just know you, yeah. it doesn't matter how quick, how strong, you know, how whatever you are, um whatever attributes you have as a player, as a defender, you just can't defend that ball when there's that much space in front of you and, you know, you're getting that kind of delivery in. It's just quick Whatever way it comes in, high low, whatever it is, it's just frantic always because you're just thinking, why? Why is there so much space in front of me? As a back, why? Where are my lads gone? Where's John Conlon? That's all you're thinking, and you're you're always on edge. You're always worried. So, but he, Glenn in general is is like I said, he can win it anyway. Um, he's clinical, and he's he has that bit of a dog in him as well. Do you know what I mean? He has that cut, and yes, you were saying about being sent off and stuff. That's one thing that that. Limerick probably get, you know, they're like a Kenny of old. Everyone used to say, oh, they're, you know, they're filthy, dirty at times and stuff. You, you absolutely have to have that. You absolutely have to have that. And that's it's one thing he has as an inside, uh, you know, he'll, he'll absolutely burst you. And the next thing <laughs> he's he's laughing in your face. Like, and that's that's the kind of mentality they have. And um, it's, a, it's a, you know, it's something that you, you just you just 100% have, have to have to be to be playing at that high level. Yeah, uh, maybe it's the Ulster football um, coming out newly, but you couldn't believe that all the space was there. Yeah, and that there didn't change things, and maybe bring even well, a sweeper back from. Well, I mean, like I, I'll not pretend to know enough about hurling, you know, at that level, especially to say that like you should bring a sweeper back. But it does look unusual to me as a as someone who grew up playing football, and even now, I still, I mean, I play at the lowest level, but. I, I've never seen that much space. You know, like yeah. it's criminal. You know, we see space, you fill it. You know, and if you have the ball in the opposition half, you know there's bodies every, this way and every way, you know, and that you're expecting help coming in from deep. It's just, that's just the way the sport is. So it's just so bizarre to see. Um, and my, like, I understand that you don't drop sweepers as deep to mark zonally to cut out that space because then someone's just going to pick you off from distance. But, I mean, you know, at which point is it less dangerous than just leaving that space there? You know, I don't know. Is like, wh- what would you have done if you were a manager or, you said there's nothing you could do, but you may be tempted to change something. Yeah, I probably, probably like if if that you know it was going on going on for quite a while. I my my big thing there would be that you know they had already beaten them in the championship. Claire had. I wonder did they just back, you know Aye. what they'd done previously and said no, we're all right, we're good. And by the way, you know still with all that space, there's a point in the game. Like, yeah, that's true. Still. So they obviously did back their, you know, back what they had, back their own system, back to what they wanted to do. You know, Conlon, like I said, would normally sit deep. He didn't sit deep. It was working. Like, you know, it, it's not as if they were getting they hammered, like they were, or they were getting beat by seven or eight points. That it was like, okay, we need to absolutely change this. Like this is, you know, we're really up against it here. So <coughs> I, w- I just wonder, you know, in them high pressure situations in a final when they'd already beaten them, did they think no, we're good? Yeah. You know, would it have shored it up a little bit more if they said, okay, hang on, and just crowd the bodies out, bring their own half forward line out? That's generally what happens in Harlan. You bring your own half forwards out to meet their half forwards, kind of thing, and absolutely crowd the middle. And then you've kind of have two sitting centre backs on either side, really, is generally what happens if you're not playing a sweeper. Um, so, look, I don't know. I don't know. I, that would be my thing, my thought in my head that would be they, they completely backed what they were doing. Uh, they they had backed to hang on. We beaten these only a couple of weeks ago, and as I said, it was one two points in the game. Like you know, yeah. it, was, it was working. Like yeah, well, that's that's the thing. It was it was working, and Galan was he was Limerick's own. He was the only place they were getting change, and Limerick are such a good team. So they're going to get change somewhere. Um, and on that as well, actually, to go across you, like they were talking previous previous to the game, who's going to pick up Tony Kelly, or are they going to pick up Tony Kelly? So it's the same kind of thing. Like, yeah. are they going to, you know, sit or go? You know, they absolutely Limerick. You know, beforehand they were saying no, they they back their system. The same as Clarewood, yeah. they back their inside backs to, you know, someone's going to go to town in a, in a final. Someone's yeah. going to get mad at a match. Someone's going to go well. Do you know that kind of yeah, way? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was specifically looking out for that, and Tony Kelly was. He was allowed to. It was a, he started off in the full forward line um, in on Dan Morrissey, but as as he does, he drifted out. And he would move out the field. Then Dan Morrissey would give him to Dermot Burns. There was one specific time Dermot Burns had him 
and Tony was gone looking for the ball and he, he went past maybe the half if that was say the line that yeah. the Limerick halfbacks don't cross that Darren Byrne just gives a shout to whether it was O'Donovan or O'Donoghue but that was the way it was mm. do you know it wasn't a man um, dovetailed to mark him just one thing on the sweeper he played a sweeper a lot to, to great success um, under Davy. like does it, does it say if I think it was Kevin Foley usually for you coming yeah. back from midfield and then maybe a corner forward going out would you would you even enjoy that having mo- a bit more space inside yourself? Well, there was, was there was a bit more space, but there was extra bodies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. It was difficult to play inside. I have to admit, um, it's difficult to go into a game knowing they're one hundred percent going to have a lad in front of you. Do you know it's difficult to play, to play that? Played a bit like wing forward. We tried to rotate rotate our forwards quite a bit because. You know, it was nearly the graveyard shift there if you were named to play inside, knowing that, you know, if a ball is played, you're going to have to just, you know, when you don't have the ball, you're, you're zigzagging, running, pop a ball over your head and you're gone again. Okay. Um, but uh, look at it, it's a system that that worked for us. I think I think it's kind of not fizzling out, but it's 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 a bit more fluid now. I think when when we were doing it, it was it was still kind of fresh and it was, it was a thing that was catching teams because they were lumping ball still and you know we were getting good joy from it or whatever and we were we were kind of uh, using the ball a little bit better like say 2019 you know there was still teams like lumping the ball into their inside forwards and you know Kevin was getting an awful lot of joy from it whereas we weren't doing the same as what our teams were doing because we were implementing the system so we were actually using the ball short runners from deep popping points over or playing it to the playing it to the side so um. Difficult playing inside. Difficult, yeah, one hundred percent playing playing uh, playing inside with, with with two lads. Sometimes one up top on your own. It's it's, uh, it's, it's tough work. <laughs> tough shift. Um, do you think? Do you think there's an ego thing in that too? Sorry, just to go back to the final and then the way they set up with <coughs> Tony Kelly and and Orangalan and you mentioned about you know they believed in themselves. The system worked. Let's go again this time. But because it's a final and if you do change things. You're almost conceding the first thing that there may be a better opposition. Do you know what I mean by by getting someone to play as a sweeper in, in that situation? You're you're conceding the first, but we're more afraid of them. You know, you're reacting rather than yeah. acting yeah, forward. Yeah, but if you're playing a system, or if you're playing a sweeper, then you're implementing. So you know what I mean. Yeah. So that's what we that we'd always say. If hang on, we're playing a sweeper, so we're actually dictating the terms of play here. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when we like say, uh, just easy to talk about twenty nineteen. So we, when we knew we were going to play, uh, say we play Kilkenny or we play Tipperary or we play anyone, mm-hmm. they know okay, right, Wexford, they're going to play a sweeper. So already, like, are we under front foot? Then do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know. Yeah. But um, look, it's just how how you're going to win the game. That's that's you know what you think every single game. Well, they they go out and the management, you know, obviously have have their own. Don't think it's ego. I think it's it's just you know they absolutely back how how they're going to win. They've you know tried and tested and they've they've done it only a couple of weeks ago. And yeah. like I said, it was there, there was just so little between it anyway. Um, just devastation for Claire um, at the final whistle. Jeez, we haven't even mentioned the the free that I think um, there can be no question about was a free. Um, I think Liam Gordon he, maybe when the fans had ran onto the field just minutes earlier. Things were gone a, a small bit mad at this stage. Um, I know when the final whistle went, John Conlon just dropped it around it and all the running and all the balls he'd hit that day, you'd, I just the heart went out to him um, in that moment. But um, it was it was uh, it was a definite free, whether it was the Tony Kelly one or the Adam Hogan one. So disappointing for Clare. Um, they'll be frustrated at that. It'll be hard hard for them to, to bounce back from it. Connor, like having lost last year as well, to Limerick. yeah, like the the manner of the you know I think Tony Kelly said it a couple of weeks ago how how much they wanted the monster like and you know they really 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 wanted it and obviously of course they do like every team wants to win the provincial that's just the way it is, um, just on the free I think I think you know in in that kind of frantic last couple of minutes we talked about the the Leinster final. The Tony Kelly one, you're kind of thinking, right? Okay, I let you away with that one, as be, just because it was, you know, a frontal challenge, and you know, I didn't even see that to be yeah, honest. But, you yeah, you know, and it, exactly. So, you know, stuff like that can happen, and and you're like, okay, that probably should have been a free, but you know, okay, grand. But the second one, mm. lad running, two lads. I think Gerard Hegarty was kind of standing over the two the two lads on the ground, and when the ref blew the whistle, as if it's over, he like. 
he kind of looked over to say, oh, yeah. God, I can't believe this. Like, what's yeah. going on? Everyone, yeah. you know when, you know when a soccer player like gets fouled and he just grabs the ball. I uh, that sure. Yeah, that's li- literally he. Um, the two Hogan, play, Adam Hogan, yeah, literally just lay down as if like, okay, grand, no bother. Like, mm-hmm. do you know, Tony Kelly stick to sort of extra time. Yeah, do you know. Um, so it was. It was just. It was. Uh, like you said, there there was so much going on <laughs> in that couple of minutes that you know. As referees are human too, and yeah. you know they get an awful lot of flack, but that absolutely was free. <laughs> you, yeah. you said about like home advantage in a final, you go two, three points up. Is it things like that? Yeah, but like even just the the crazy stuff that was going on, like fans on the pitch yeah. and stuff like that. Like it, like we don't, I don't know, like what was going through the referee's head, but like you put yourself in that situation as well. Like it, yeah. is you know is he just thinking like this? I need to get rid of this game. This has to go. Like I need to blow the whistle. Looking at his watch. You know, there's probably so much yeah, going on yeah, in his yeah. head. He's trying to control it. Probably lost the game a little bit. You know, and uh, you know at times, um, and then and then something happens in front of you. Are you going to call it? You're not going to call it, and then you're just you just panic and just blow mm. the whistle like because yeah. it's that yeah. close. But you know, it's 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 obviously uh, it's drastic then for for uh, for for Claire lads. You know what I mean? They're obviously you know cursing the sun, moon and stars at, 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 a, at the ref uh, over that curve. Yeah, that. the surprising thing was I think that he'd given a lot of them freeze. He was kind of given yeah. the freeze fair, like he was whistle happy um, earlier on in the game so um, surprising for them. Um, Brian Lohan, we interviewed him after the game in the Gaelic grounds and he, f- he famously he says very little but he, he would give absolutely nothing away about the free. It was literally like um, were you disappointed you didn't get the free um, yeah, we we didn't get free, um, so that's that's that. Do you know, like it was yeah, all, it's yeah. all it's all so matter of fact with him. Um, look, uh, very disappointing for for Claire, but um, they'll be they'll be hoping that they can bounce back. They have Dublin coming up now, um, which won't be a, an easy game either. Um, I know you you lost Dublin by a point, Connor, and it was one thing. Earlier on in the championship, it was one of the things I couldn't believe this year that you weren't starting that day. Um, was it uh, like how 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 did you take that as as a man who's been on the Wexford team for since you were seventeen? Um, what what was it like? How did you take it that day? Yeah, sure. It was my tenth year this year. It was the first game that I hadn't started for Wexford, which was uh, first game. Yeah, first game. Yeah, so I played every single every started every game since I since I played. So um, it was different, different different mindset. I remember. Just uh, I was actually walking around Crow Park there just a couple of days before the game. The team wasn't announced, and I was just thinking, right, okay, I can't wait for this kind of thing. Just get get your head right or whatever it may be. And then to be told, I suppose on the on the Thursday night that you, you weren't in, um, it's extremely difficult, uh, hard to kind of put into words, hard to know how to feel or how to act because I've never been in the situation before. So, um, you know, I had to really, ha- you know, probably have a look at myself and say okay right there's obviously a reason for it whether I agree with it or not and and go on with it like you know probably th- I didn't agree with it but uh, you're never going to agree with it you know that kind of way um, but again the management have their have their own opinions and they, they, you know essentially they're the men who, who, who make the decisions and um, look at it was it was difficult but sure look uh, when you're in that situation you just have to you know come in make an impact when, whenever whenever you're called upon and um yeah, it was just it was it was a bit of a mad mad uh, couple of days for me, mad couple of couple of weeks really on that front. Definitely, yeah. So like the first time in ten years, you're just you're just you're not used to this. You're yeah. you're always starting. Um, I see you're probably stunned when you're told that on the Thursday night. Do you just go home then and try and think right? How how can I take this and use it in the best way for the team? Better still be advising encouraging the lads that are starting kind of thing yeah well I like you know there's probably been times where I've looked across the dressing room and lads you know are, want to throw the toys out of the pram and you're trying to get them onside you know get you know body language good and the whole lot so you know I probably had to eat my own words and, 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 and act you know practice what I preach basically um, so like I said it was, it was extremely difficult you go home of all years probably I went home there Five month old, five month old child. So I was, I was uh, fairly busy, and every day I go home, it's, 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 uh, it's literally leave your hurdles at the door because you're, you're, you're on a different duty. So I don't know how I would have, would have reacted if I wasn't in that situation. I probably would have thought about it that little bit more, and would have been, you know, it would have been dwelling on it that, that little bit more. But, um, it's just it was a lot to process. But um, look at it, it's, it's, uh, 
it's 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 in the hands of the, the hands of the management and you know to make calls obviously difficult calls all the time um, and it was just it was me in the firing line this this uh, this this uh, time when you when you make a call like that sorry did they tell you privately or did they just name the team and you find out there and then like everybody else yeah like sometimes sometimes it depends really on the game or depends on the manager really generally that happens sometimes he couldn't know on the Tuesday night when when like who's in he could be you know doing, yeah. going walkthroughs or whatever maybe uh, I know Davey would have used to do walkthroughs there and he'd more or less know the team by how we're doing the walkthroughs and who'd be there you know that kind of way yeah um, whereas generally you'd know before you know, before you get a call or, you know, you'll be told the training before you go up to the meeting and stuff like that. Um, you mentioned kind of a roller coaster for a few weeks. Obviously, the West Mead game was was a killer for you and a, a terrible blow, but it ended like it, it it could have been a lot worse and like you, you deserve great credit for the way you stood up that day against Kilkenny. Um, I was actually listening to that one on the radio. I don't think I've ever had heard a more excited radio commentator was Pat Pat Mulcahy from RTE. But um, it it was it was uh, I know you didn't go forward and disappointed on, on the whole, but um, like you must be proud of how you stood up that day against Kilkenny when you were really you know backs to the wall. Yeah, like I say, absolutely uh, backs to the wall. For me, all I kept thinking about that week was we were getting an awful lot of flack from from you know, fans and the whole lot and, you know, it's probably Grand being in Dublin, you know, there's not too many people pulling you aside there or you go into a shop and it was kind of looking at you funny, there's no one, you know, best look at the weekend, it's, you know, you need to show up now, like, um, but it was just, it was just, after West Me game, it was just such a downer and it was like, just literally backs against the wall, we have do our die stuff here and in my head, you know, talked about not starting and stuff like that. That everything just goes out the window. It's it's literally do or die for your career. You no one's been known. You know, we win Leinster final in twenty nineteen. We played in a final in twenty seventeen. You know, big games against uh, Tipperary and the whole lot. No one wants to be known for the, you know, mm. to be on the team that was relegated. Like, and that's what we're facing now in the barrel of. And um, we stood up. We we stood up. We knew what was in our dressing room and. Probably just didn't get a run at it this year at all. With with you know a collective set team playing, you know there's always one or two lads going to come in and out of a team. But we we had four, five, six changes in the league, seven changes, eight changes at times in the league, and just we never just got that run of run of form. And there was you know crazy stuff happening that was just just unheard of, and and you know it was out of our control, and you know that kind of transpired then into the in, into the championship. We never got a run at it, and you know we were. We were <laughs> Make no bones about it. We were absolutely poor, like at uh, you know uh, at times, but we were also really good at times. And you know, probably felt we absolutely should have be beaten Dublin. Um, you know, too many wides and stuff. But as I said earlier, like someone's going to hit wide. Like you know that kind of way. You don't go out crow pack to go hit wides. Um, you're put under pressure. Sometimes you're not under pressure. It's a lack of concentration. There, that's that's the the price price you pay. But. That was uh that was an emotional week uh going into that Kilkenny game um it's 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 generally a, a frantic frantic week any time you're playing Kilkenny but that was that was a little bit a little bit different altogether yeah yeah um just uh well we have yet Connor um the Talchin Cup yeah uh, at the weekend and a great win for Wexford I know you play a lot um I'm sure you play a bit with yeah. with the club and uh, a great win for them over Offaly and do you know they maybe had a disappointing were kind of not going great for a few years, but they're they're going very well um this year. Yeah, they've good good uh, kind of young crew there as well. Uh, mixed with mixed with a lot of lads who have experience. If you're Ben Brosnan's and stuff, and we've we've a lot of from our club there. Uh, uh, Brian Koch, he's he's in the panel now two years. Excellent, like in in unbelievable shape. They're putting in the work and they're 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 getting the results. They're stringing them together. And I suppose I I actually spoke to to Alan um Brian's father ye- yesterday after our club game. And I was just saying, like you know, we strung a couple of victories together when we first started with Hurling, and the next thing, you know, with Wexford, and the next thing, you're 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 getting bigger games, bigger games, and then it just clicks. So, look at sure they're they're under process, and you know, they've been the Talchin Cup is probably good for that, where they, you know, they're not just finished. Do you know, um, I just, I, it's crazy to think that we're out. I just, it's just mad to, to think that you know we're in June now, and it's everything is all over early June, um. And you know they probably uh, tasted that for 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 a few good few years, and you know they're getting a nice run at it now. So hopefully you know they keep going. Do you think it is rushed a small bit in that you know that 
Leinster final, Munster final are over already? Um, or do you see it from the club kind of thing? And well, I don't see it from our club uh, set up. Any it's absolutely madness. We're going on, like I said there. We had our game there yesterday at three o'clock in between two two provincial finals. Arguably the biggest day in Hurling uh, of the year now because they played them on the same day. Two big finals on one day. I know the Ireland is obviously True. a big day, but like this is probably the biggest day. And then we had a game yesterday at three o'clock, which was crazy. Nothing going on on Saturday. Choose if we'd have been in the Leinster final, the game wouldn't have been on. Um, and then we go back now, and our championship is probably going to start in the first week of July and it'll be over by the start of August. Yeah. So we've seven weeks in a row or something like that, something hectic. So it's uh, it's uh it's I don't know. I, I, I I'll give you a calendar know. maybe the next time you're here. Yeah, I tell you, I'm better off not saying how <laughs> <laughs> I actually feel about it. But it's just crazy. It's just crazy. And for club players in general, you know, some of our lads now are training seven months, like for seven weeks, and that's only if you get to the final. Yeah. It's absolutely madness. Like, have you much of a mix playing football? Have much of a crossover? Well, we're 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 going straight hurling for seven weeks yeah. and straight oh, football yeah. for seven weeks. So, um, no week break. We're probably going to. Well, here's the perfect example. We're probably going to have three championship games played by the time the All Ireland split. Hmm. Yeah, God. which so is madly. It's rushed. And do 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 most of your hurlers play football? Yeah, it'll be a fairly big crossover okay. in our in our team. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, we won't solve that one today, but um, <laughs> me and Lee have a bit of Talchi Cup talk. To get through, but um, thanks a million to Connor for coming in today. I really enjoyed that a chat with a with a current player. And um, look, uh, Wexford disappointing year this year, but uh, hopefully you bounce back uh, next year. And thanks a million for coming in, yeah, thanks, uh, Connor. Well, we talked about Wexford's um, brilliant win there over Offaly. Another big leash had another big win. They were mm-hmm. maybe a team that were struggling, and Billy Sheehan he. Do you know it was it was a big win for Leash? Mark Mark Barry got two late scores, and Billy Sheehan he he was do you know he stood up uh, in the in the media after the game and said whatever about me being abused I don't care about that. But there was a county board meeting there two weeks ago where clubs literally said that the team were finished this year. Then online it's just unfortunate the abuse that the players are receiving from people who don't even come to the games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just delighted to the players. It really means nothing to me. They can keep abusing me all they want. <laughs> he says, Billy has, has thick skin. It doesn't bother me in the least. But um, a, a great win for Leishley. Yeah, it was a massive win. to beat Fermanagh. Fermanagh very much a team that are seen to be on the up. Leash very much a team that seemed to be on the decline, let's be real. Uh, they've had a disastrous season of sorts. Like Genuinely, there's talk of them being maybe the bottom four teams in the country at county level. so But that, that seems to be the benefit of this new format, that teams can actually work things out, play themselves into form, and Leach have done that. You know, and Evan O'Carroll, Mark Barry, three points each, stood up. Ryan Jones got sent off for Fermanagh in midfield, so that did help. And yeah, Leach, they'll, you know, they'll take that confidence into the next round now. Um, a big win for Down. Uh, they were actually struggling at times, yeah. and, and this, uh, the scoreline doesn't really tell the full story there because they were, they were up against it, and it looked... For a long time, as if Longford could be about to, you know, make a bit of a joint killing. Yeah, no, uh, Longford definitely put it up to them down. Definitely didn't have it uh, all their own way. But it was a strange one. So there's a lot of talk of Orn Murdoch, midfield, young down player. You maybe didn't see him in Ulster because he uh, was allowed to, yeah, for the under 20s. A monster of a player, unbelievable. Really excited to see him. And he got his opportunity because down got a penalty and he was actually the one to take it, which I thought was strange because Pat Haverin had taken it earlier in the Ulster Championship and mm. scored his. He was on fire that day, but Orn unfortunately missed it. So like, But a fair play to him for having the bravery to step up and do it. And then Pat did step up himself, hitting six points, I think, that day. Got down over the line, but I think they've got Cavan next in the quarterfinals. It's a bit of a... Like, it's the one team you prob- they probably didn't want to get this early on, but, you know, Conor Laverty won't be afraid of anyone. Yeah, I suppose, look, if you're going to have to beat them, you'll have to beat them. You're going to have to beat them at some stage yeah. anyway. So that's the way um, they'll be looking at it. And actually, New York looked like they might have been about to pull off a bit of a giant killing as well. They had Carlo yeah. under pressure. Yeah, yeah, they definitely they made a game of it. You know, they were very competitive. It was just sort of those, it's, it's just, you know, when you watch two teams and you know beforehand that the one team is a level above, but the other team is really digging in their heels 
and it, it did sort of feel like it's just a matter of when Carlo will start to pull away and, and eventually they did start to you know they never really looked like they were going to lose the match but it was real testament to New York and how far they've come and again I, another huge plus to the Talchian Cup you know getting a team like New York extra games and extra time together to actually make like a team spirit and, and give the competition a fair go Yeah so it's all um, hotting up now the quarterfinals Antrim Carlo, Antrim, an informed team. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll be a force to be reckoned with. Adam Lochran's on fire for them. Mead and Wexford, tough draw for, for Wexford there, but um, they're on form. Mead, they're a little bit shaky. So, um, do you know, game on, Limerick Leash and Cavan down. So, uh, who is going to win the Tajik Cup League? Oh, God. Uh, well, Cavan are the favourites, and, and for good reason. And they have the sting, I suppose, of losing the final last year. So, and they've got the experience of getting there again, and no one can say that they can't. Uh, they don't respect the competition but the the theme of the Talchian Cup is that teams that struggled in the league and in the provincials that were dead and buried like Limerick you know teams like that that just with, with all the disasters off the field and stuff they still they seem to grab the second opportunity and nearly re-kick their season into life so it's it's literally up for anyone and I don't think we actually mentioned the, the Wexford stat you know 122 they scored and all from play not one free kick Absolutely, uh, hugely impressive, but absolutely bizarre. Unbelievable, really. Um, in fairness to them, I don't think they got too many scoreable frees, was what they were saying. But um, all the better if you can kick them over from play. It makes the highlight reel um, a bit better. Um, look, uh, that's all we have time for today. The, the GA, it's coming out. It's ticking fast. Lee, there's provincial hurling finals. There's more football games next weekend. Mm-hmm. There's pre- preliminary quarterfinals in the hurling. So there's loads. Um, going on so um, thanks to Connor for being with us earlier thanks to our sponsor Sure uh, 72 Hour Protection um, as well and uh, we'll be back next week You've been listening to the GAA Hour brought to you by Sports Joe and Sure 72 Hour Non-Stop Protection tested to the limits Sure it won't let you down Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.